Welcome to the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. This is Jackie Henderson. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in somatic and holistic practices. Here on this podcast, we normalize talking about mental health issues. We have real talk, real discussion on everything from depression, anxiety, overwhelm, and trauma. Let's get started. Welcome to You Are Not For Everyone. This is Jackie Henderson, and today's podcast is about managing your anger. Believe it or not, anger is a healthy emotion. Anger lets us know when we have been disrespected or not treated fairly. It's important to acknowledge your anger and to name it because we have to acknowledge the anger to get our needs met. Many people stuff their anger down because of many reasons. One being, we never really learned how to express our anger. Or we were told that expressing anger is impolite, bad manners. Or we have absolutely no control over our anger and we get ourselves into trouble. But anger is a healthy emotion and we need to follow through in a healthy way in order to get our needs met. If someone disrespects you or treats you unfairly, you don't just hold that in and let it go. You have to face the situation and figure out the best way to proceed mindfully. So I'm going to give you some information on dealing with your anger using a DBT module called the STOP skill. And the STOP skill is very helpful and we're going to get to that a little bit later. But first I want you to just imagine you have a balloon. And you're going to take this balloon, this imaginary balloon, and blow it up as big as you can to match all the anger, hurt, betrayal, frustration you've felt in your life. For some of you, the balloon may not be very big, but for many, the balloon may be huge. So imagine your balloon that you just blew up, and I want you to pretend you're holding it with your finger. So while you're listening to me right now, just pinch your fingers together as if you're holding this big balloon. Now I would like you to take that imaginary balloon and just hold it against your torso. And obviously if it's a huge balloon and you've had a lot of hurt and betrayal in your life, a lot of anger that you haven't expressed, that balloon is going to take up a lot of space in your torso area. So imagine a pin coming toward your balloon and what's going to happen from that one pin. Chances are the balloon is going to pop and that's because you have allowed your balloon to get so big you've held your anger in for so long that you've become a walking time bomb. This is when people, um, they call it getting going postal or road rage when it gets out of control, when something uh, gets you so angry and it's very little because you've let things grow to such an extreme without dealing with them, you become a walking time bomb. So that's number one. And I hope you're still pinching your fingers together while I'm talking. Second is if you imagine that balloon and how much space on your torso it's taking up, there's very little room for joy. So if you're a person who has held in their anger and not getting their needs met, I want you to realize that when you hold that much anger and hurt feelings, there is no room for joy. 
And I don't know if you've ever experienced when you had a happy experience, but then all of a sudden you feel bad again, you feel depleted again, you feel let down again. It's because the anger and those um, hard to deal with emotions are taking up so much space. Even if you have a joyful experience, it doesn't have the room to stay in your body, in your being, in your soul, because the anger is taking up way too much room. Are you still pinching your fingers together? Even if you're not, if you forgot to pinch your fingers together, just pinch them together for about 10 seconds. Hold them as tight as you can. And I want you to feel the cramping that happens in your fingertips as you squeeze that imaginary balloon. So this is metaphorical to what the anger is doing to your physical body. If you're feeling this pinching, the squeezing of this imaginary balloon, imagine what those strong emotions of anger are doing to your physical health. We have to learn how to deflate the balloon and how to get our needs met. So how do we do this? One way is the stop skill. And the stop skill gives you the tool to manage your anger so the balloon doesn't get big again. We want to start to manage our anger situation by situation. That balloon will start to deflate. So here's how it works. STOP is an acronym. S-T-O-P. The first letter is S. STOP, obviously. And what I, how I like to proceed the STOP skill is I want you to think about how your body responds to anger when you're start, just starting to get worked up, when you're just starting to get triggered, when you're just starting to feel the emotion. What, it, what happens to your physical body? For some, they get butterflies. Some, the skin gets hot. They get tunnel vision. Their heart races. Figure out yours. And once you realize what your, yours is, I'm going to call that your yellow light or your yield sign. That is your message to your body and to your mind that you need to do the S and you need to stop what you're doing. And it's important to be really in tune with your body. This is a really important part of healing and really managing your life and managing yourself is paying attention to how your body responds because you just figured out what it is that your body does before you even get turned into anger. And if you can start to figure out how your body responds before you get deep into an overwhelming emotion, you've just gained so much control over your life, it's powerful. So, Knowing how your body responds and you're starting to get worked up and you can feel it, your body knows it before your brain catches up, stop what you're doing and do the T is take a step back. Take a step back means you can leave the situation. So if you're in a heated discussion with somebody, taking a step back means I need a, you're going to actually tell this person, I need a moment. I need to walk away from you. You don't want to just storm off from a person you're in a heated argument with because chances are they will follow you if they're heated also. So you have to tell them, I need a moment. 
If it's impossible to leave the situation, and sometimes it is if you're in a closed in space or this person's not letting you leave, another way to take a step back is just to sit down because you take you just relax your energy and you disengage from the heated argument, the heated moment. So when you relax your energy, you sit down, you take a breath, you take a step back, even if it's uh, metaphorical in your spirit, you're not adding fuel to the fire. Um, but I do want to encourage if you do decide to, if you are able to walk away, let that person know that you need a minute and you'll be back in a few minutes when you calm down or you might have to come back tomorrow. One thing I do want to say is when you do this um, exercise, keep in mind that it's going to be hard to do this if you're under the influence of substance. Um, if you're drinking heavily, using drugs, um, not enough sleep, these are things that are going to make this skill harder to do. It's going to be hard to take a step back if you're under the influence of something that gets you really riled up. So keep in mind that substance will add to your overwhelming emotions and it's going to be difficult to practice this skill if you are um, using substance. So taking a step back, so you're going to separate yourself from the situation as much as possible. And then you're going to do the O. And the O is observe objectively observe objectively. That means you're going to look at the situation from a calm perspective. You've taken a step back and you're going to sit and decide, is this worth my anger? In some situations you may find, yes, it is worth my anger. Yes, this person made a promise to me and they broke the promise. Yes, this person is married to me and they committed adultery. Yes, this person fired me from a job without giving me any warning. You are objectively looking at the situation. And there are certain circumstances where your anger, you might just be um, overreacting to the situation. So you want to look at that ob objectively too. You have to self-reflect and say, is my anger appropriate to the situation? You might be flipping out because your kids just dropped food on the floor and your response to it, your reaction, is too big for the situation. Remember, if you don't take the step back, you'll never be able to be objective and, and look at it clearly. Sometimes your anger is warranted, and that's important to know. Sometimes it's not, and you just saved yourself yelling at your kids and um, shaming them for no reason when it was something small. Um, you might have just saved yourself from ramming into the back of someone's car because you have road rage. You took a step back and realized, well, I need to chill out here. And, and then you realize, I just got myself out of a pretty bad situation. But again, you won't be able to make an objective decision about this emotion if you keep yourself in the heat of the moment. Do the S, stop, feel your body, say, well, I'm getting worked up here. T, take a step back, metaphorically, in your energy, or physically, leave the situation. And another thing about observing objectively that's important to note is that 
you may have to wait till tomorrow. Today may not be the time to talk about this. It's too big. It's too emotional. There's too many moving parts. You may need time to process. And you're allowed to say, I need time. I need time away from you. I need a time away from the situation. I need time to process. I know someone like me definitely needs time to process. Sometimes I get very emotional. I'm a Pisces. I get very into my emotions and I need to really pull myself in. And I also need to check with maybe a friend or counselor. Maybe I'm making too big of a situation and I get guidance from the people that I trust. So that's important. Take the time to step back. Observe objectively. Get support if you need it from friends, from counselors, from people you trust. The last part is P. P is proceed mindfully. And to proceed mindfully, that means you need to get your needs met. How do you go forward? So many people stuff down their anger, stuff down their emotions, and they just let it fester inside. They become that walking time bomb. And it might take years for them to explode. This might be the kind of person that you know that always gets angry easy, always gets emotional easy. It's because they're not getting their needs met. They're eating, metaphorically, eating down their anger. So it's in their body and they're really tense. They're really held. They're not happy for very long. Not much makes them happy because they don't get their needs met. So important to do this P. And so for getting your needs met, let's do the situation of a partner cheating on you. You step back, you observed it objectively, you realize that this has been going on for a long time and you really should get support with this one. Um, you can decide on your own after some time, but maybe get professional counseling or friendships that you trust and and decide how to go forward. Proceeding mindfully in that sort of situation might be sitting down with your your partner, deciding if you're going to move forward in the relationship, decide if you're going to get marriage counseling, decide if you're going to split, but there has to be a conversation. You have to go toward that person and have a constructive conversation. If you're not able to have a constructive conversation, then you may need a mediator. Let's take the road rage scenario. And the road rage scenario is if a person has um, cut you off in a car and you're flipping out. And you do the T, you take a, you stop, S, you do the T, take a step back, observe, and you, that gives you a chance to observe this mindfully. And yes, there's a part of you that might feel really gratifying to chase this person down, to flip them off, to ram into the back of their car. But that's not what the P will allow you to do. If you proceed mindfully, you'll realize objectively that this person doesn't even matter in your life. That you left for work a little too late, or you didn't get enough sleep, 
you didn't eat enough so you're edgy and so anything is going to piss you off so P proceed mindfully would be probably pull over your car let that car get ahead of you take a different route don't engage in the road rage I do want to say about the alcohol piece you yourself if you're in uh, using substance drugs anything that inhibits your state of mind you're not gonna be able to have this conversation you're not gonna be able to proceed mindfully it'll even be hard for you to step back um, but you definitely can't have this conversation this proceed mindfully conversation with someone who is under the influence so if you've got all your strength up to confront a person a friend who betrayed you a um, partner who cheated on you, a friend who let you down. Um, if that person is under the influence, you are not going to have a healthy conversation with them. So another part of being mindful, proceeding mindfully, is knowing the right time to talk to somebody to get your needs met. So if you get all your nerve up to go confront this person and to really speak your mind and let them know your truth, and they're rushing around because they have to get to a meeting, that is not the time to sit with them. Even if it took all your nerve to do it, you have to just wait a little bit longer. See, anger management is about you controlling you. They say whoever angers you owns you. And that's sort of true. Because if they anger you and you stay mad and it triggers your whole body and you have no control and you get really reactionary, yes, they own you. But if they anger you and you can breathe through that, chill out, take a step back, look at the situation, and be completely cool and collected as you go forward and proceed into getting your needs met, that is freedom. It's so important to get your needs met. I can't say that enough. I probably said it a bunch of times already in just the short 20 minutes we've been talking. But I know so many people who don't. I know so many people who have just they call it being polite, they call it being a martyr, they call it, oh, you know, it just doesn't matter, it's not worth it. Oh, that's not worth it. And really what they're saying is they're not worth it. They're not worth getting their needs met. So you are worth it. You are worth getting your needs met. You are worth having someone's loyalty, having someone's integrity, having someone's honesty. You deserve all of that. We don't downplay who we are because we are strong and we value ourselves and we want to have others value us also. So if you can start to practice the stop skill, you'll start to get control over your body. You won't be reactionary. You'll be more responsive and you'll be able to really get your needs met as well. So I'm going to back up just a little bit and go back to the balloon metaphor and think about all the people and all the hurts that you've held on to and how to deflate that balloon. 
And one way to deflate that balloon is forgiveness. And people aren't a big fan of forgiveness. Um, they think that forgiveness is letting someone off the hook for what they have done to them. And that is so not true. And I hope you hear me when I say forgiveness is for you. It's not for the person that hurt you. Think about someone that hurt you 20, 30, 40 years ago. You could have been abused as a child. Uh, you could have been let down by a best friend. You could have been hurt by a lover. And you're still holding on to that pain. They're still hurting you. If you're holding on to a past pain, that person is still hurting you on a physical level, on a soul level, on an emotional level. If you can still think of something that someone did to you years ago and it still triggers you, they're still hurting you. So forgiveness says they're not allowed to do that anymore. They're not allowed to hurt you anymore. They're not allowed to live in your mind rent-free anymore. So I encourage you to write a forgiveness letter. And a forgiveness letter doesn't have to be sweet, doesn't have to be kind. It tells that person exactly how you feel about them. You can swear, you can be mean, you can be as angry as you want to be. Tell that person the truth. Tell them what they did to you, how it hurt you, how it really messed up your life for a really long time. And then, as graphic as you want to be, and then say, but I forgive you because you do not get to reside in my spirit, in my mind, in my heart, in my soul any longer. From this moment forward, I am done with you. I forgive you because I deserve peace. I forgive you because I deserve peace. And then what I'm going to encourage you to do with that letter is put it in a fire pit, set it on fire, shred it, uh, put a letter in a bottle and ship it out to sea, get rid of the letter in a way that you can actually feel in your body it go up in smoke. And this might not heal all the hurts and pains that you ever had, but it's a, one step on deflating that balloon a little bit more making that balloon a little smaller so you're not holding on to the anger. And when that balloon deflates, you're no longer a walking time bomb because you're not so tense, you've softened. And because that balloon is so much smaller, you have so much more room for joy. Your life just got bigger. Opportunity for joy and love just grew. And that crampiness you had in your fingers from holding your metaphoric balloon, relaxed. It's gone. Your body is at ease. This is a freedom for you is to write this letter. And so one thing I will say is if your hurt and betrayal um, is new, it might be hard to write the letter right now. You might have to put some time between you and the hurt. Um... I would say maybe a couple months of healing, decompression, bringing down the energy, um, grieving the hurt, grieving the loss, grieving the anger, uh, because that is something to grieve is a disappointment in someone who really let you down. 
but if you've been holding on to anger for a really long time and you know you have and you don't have much room for joy and your body's tired and you're very reactionary you get mad real quick you are pent up and held and you don't value your own self it's time for forgiveness it's time to write that letter you don't have to give it to that person unless you really want to some people have done that um, but I do say it's a ritual to write the letter get it on paper get it out of your soul out of your spirit out of your mind and then let it burn up in smoke and feel it as it goes up in smoke so it's gone forever anger is a healthy emotion it tells you that your needs are not being met it tells you someone has wronged you you've been hurt betrayed let down and it's important to feel that so you don't let it happen again or if it does happen again you know how to manage it now take a step back look at the situation clearly put space between you and the event you know what this also helps to do is helps to so you don't have to clean up a mess if you're a reactionary person are you one of those people that throw their phone when they get mad are you the person that hits somebody when you get mad are you one of those people that says really cruel things when you're mad and if you are any of those you know that it's hard to clean up that mess hard to buy another thousand dollar phone it's hard to go to jail because you just assaulted someone and it's hard to say I'm sorry when you've really wounded someone with words this stop skill will help you to not have to go there you learn how to listen to your body listen to your mind you learn how to step back and really observe the situation and then you learn how to proceed mindfully so you get your needs met remember you are worth it you are worth it let the anger dissipate in a healthy way forgiveness is one way take the step toward healing take the step toward being responsive and take the step toward deflating your balloon so you're at ease inside and out thank you for joining me today on this episode of you are not for everyone please check out my website safesoulcenter.org and missfitness.com and you can purchase my book you are not for everyone a soulful guide to authentic living on amazon stay well be happy and live your best life